Hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Fabulous Thing is Real Estate. Um, it's Nathan Graham, and my partner, Stevie Susie, isn't joining me today. She got stuck up in a meeting, uh, which is too bad, because we actually have a, a real treat. Jamie Purvis is on with us. Um, I did say your last name right, right? Purvis? Yeah, Purvis, you got it. Perfect. All right. So um, the reason why this is a treat is uh, for the first time ever, I'm actually going to read a little bit of a bio because I, I want you guys to realize how awesome this is. Um, so Jamie began selling real estate in 1986 at 22 years old. Not that I want to compare, but I was two and a half. Just I want to awesome. throw that out there. Yep. Born in 1983, November, just throwing that. Um, he was uh, became a top agent, um, became a top producing single agent and eventually built a real estate team selling over 80 homes a year, which is a fantastic transaction. Um, that's a huge amount. After 23 and a half years of selling full-time, he was looking for another opportunity and decided to step into a team leader role at a brokerage. In nine years as a team leader, he found out that he loved training, coaching, and recruiting real estate agents. So, Jamie helped grow a downtown Toronto office by 483% in a five and a half year time, which by the way, as a new TL myself, that's not intimidating whatsoever. Uh, the office became the number one KW office in Canada for three straight years from 2016 to 18 based on sales, volume and profitability. In 2019, January 2019, Jamie decided to follow his dream and start the Be Do Have movement a mindset and business coaching company that focuses on helping salespeople and businesses, business owners break their habits and take their sales to the next level of growth. The Be Do Have Moment mission is here to serve, inspire, and empower people to have the courage to become the best they can be. Um, so I want to let everybody know I'm definitely going to be promoting this uh, throughout. We'll have links um, attached all over the place uh, for this if you guys want to find out more. Uh, but again, welcome, Jamie. This is a fantastic opportunity and great conversation. So awesome. Well, I appreciate the the invite and I'm really happy to share it. I think um, over time, we all learn a lot. And part of my goal in life is just to take what I've got, share it, and shorten your timeline, shorten your growth curve and get there faster, right? Awesome. No, 100%. And one of those things I want to say is we, we actually just recorded the podcast. You'll see, everybody will see come on before this. We talked a lot, a lot about uh, getting coaches. It wasn't with a coach, but it was someone who had coaches their entire life. And Jamie is a coach. And one of the things I really want to press is a lot, a lot right now, as I talk about this, this podcast, is this is kind of geared around newer agents at the moment. This will not apply just to newer agents, but uh, that's what I want to dive into. So like, Let's talk about newer agents and, and mm -hmm. let's talk about mm -hmm. fears because I, I, I've been having a lot of conversations this week about real estate fears and, and overcoming what those fears look like. And I don't know if you found this. Have you ever heard this attitude almost like, yeah, you know, it's really cool that that person beat their goals. I just don't know if I can do it. All the time. <laughs> All, the time. All the time. Okay. So I'm a new agent. I have, I have my limiting beliefs of what I can achieve. I, I have a small mindset where maybe I think earning like 50 grand a year is a great income. Let's have a conversation around that. How does yeah, that impact me? Um, it's everything actually, uh, Nathan. If, if people don't have a deep rooted self belief in themselves, the likelihood of achieving a goal that they've set that's bigger than that belief is pretty much zero. So what I always like to do is I like to help people pull back and go back in time in their life and look for the successes, look where they've achieved a goal. Because the pattern of achieving a goal, whether it's like in a brand new agent's example, like they've just achieved the goal, right? They've just gone through a process to get their real estate license. That mm -hmm. means they are a goal achiever. And I like to help people go back in time and think about all the times that they set a goal that when they set it, they didn't know how it was going to happen. And right. yet they achieved it. 
And then the pattern of success creates a belief. So then when we're stepping into this new life as a real estate agent, now you have a belief pattern that you are a goal achiever. So if you've done in the past, you can do it again. Right. And now that's going to increase your, your opportunity to actually now believe in yourself. So that, that's actually, it's funny, out of all the years I've been doing this, which is not nearly as many years as you have, but I've, all the ones I have, I, I've never actually seen getting the real estate license as the first accomplished goal. I don't know why that's never been pointed out, but that's an awesome beginning. It's, it's, think about what people have to go through now. Like, I'll take you back in time. When I got my license, it was five courses, mm-hmm. five weeks, <laughs> and you were done. That would have been nice. <laughs> and, they, and they basically said, there you go, congratulations, go sell real estate. And mm-hmm. then I went out there and realized I knew absolutely nothing. And right. I failed real fast. And then that failure real fast made me, made me realize that I needed help. And right. I think that's where the right brokerage is so important. Aligning yourself with the right team, just like you guys are doing. You guys are providing mm-hmm. the team, the leadership, the systems, the models. You're helping people with all the tools to become successful. Right. That's so important when you're first starting. So if you can go back, just kind of get some, like, I'm hoping some people can just relate. Um, Cause obviously like I, I had the same problem with the last one I recorded. We have a different mindset now because we've been growing and learning about this for years and years and years. And, and success is, is sequential. Like, like one step goes to the next step goes to the next step. Let, let's go way back in time. What are some of the main limiting beliefs or main fears you find new agents have that maybe our audience may have right now so they know that we can actually pinpoint what they're thinking or we've been there um and i think the fears have always been there and they're going to continue to be there right so other than that personal belief i think when you're stepping into a brand new industry whatever it is um am i going to be able to do it is there a lot of competition you know we look at real estate right now and you know the number like how many agents are there in toronto 65 yeah 66,000. What was 122,000 deals were done in 2021. And yeah, we're about 62 to 65,000, give or take agents. Ooh, we're getting yeah. into an industry where the average does two, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden we start to build this doubt in our minds. Um, I think over overcoming the fear of rejection is a big mm-hmm. thing when people are coming in. Um, they, they have all these ideas. They're going to go out there and then they, you know, we, we suggest go talk to people you know. Well, how do you build a business with people you know when you really don't know what the hell you're doing? So that fear causes people to be paralyzed. Um, Making sure you have the training. Sometimes people get caught up and I I need more training. I need more systems and we get stuck in that education loop Mm -hmm. and not doing. Um, I think when I look back for myself in time and it's something that when I was recruiting a lot of new people, it was to get into action, get into movement. Get busy, do something because you'll gain success by doing it. So uh, just quickly, let's explore that a little bit because I I agree that getting in. So I'm a brand new agent and I am like, I'm like, Jamie, man, I don't get it. Like, I, I, yeah, I know these people, but why would they use me? I don't know anything. Come on. Everybody has a realtor anyways. Um, And now you're telling me to get into action. So what does that look like? What do you love to do, Nathan? What do you have fun doing? Oh, (laughs) I I wouldn't even role play this. I'll just be honest. Man, I love shooting pool. I love drinking beer. I love watching sports. Like, uh, that those are things I just I get passionate about. Beautiful. Yeah. Spend time doing that because as you're doing that, you're having fun. You're loose. You're not thinking. You're not caught up in what do I say if they say this? Because you know we don't really know what we're doing yet as a brand new agent, right? Mm-hmm. So then we just start to build relationships with people. What is real estate? Real estate is just building relationships. 
I always found I didn't have to sell real estate. People wanted to buy or sell. All I had to do was find those that wanted to buy or sell. And I did it through relationships. And that hasn't changed in any industry. When we started our coaching company, it was the same thing. We came in with confidence, yet it was just now building relationships in a new environment because people knew me for my entire career in one industry and I'm now jumping out. Right. People that are getting into real estate, they've done something in the past. Now they made a decision. So they're goal achievers. They're living a life that they've created in their mind. And now they just need to move forward. So build it by having fun. So go to what you love to do. If you love to play sports, hang out with people when you play sports. As they get to know you, like what always comes up in most conversations? What do you do? Yeah. So uh, I'm a real estate agent. Oh, how's the market? <laughs> it's awesome. All the time. Here's where, here's, here's where my scripting comes in, right? It's awesome. Are you thinking of buying or selling? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where my training comes in. The right. market is the market. The market is always awesome. You know, it's awesome if you're thinking of selling right now. And it's awesome if you're thinking of buying, because if you don't buy today, I believe there's going to come a point in time where people just, there's going to be a generation of buyers that can't buy because they, unless they have help from family. For sure. The pricing is getting outrageous and it's not stopping. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, let's touch on that even as a limiting belief, because I, I think mm -hmm. that's another big limiting belief. It's not, let, let's, let's rewind to 1986 because history yeah. often gets lost. But Jamie, this is a really hard market. I don't know if I can succeed in this market. Is it the first time we've had hard markets? <laughs> Gee, I, now that I know the answer to this, to set up the, yeah. You, you set me up like a golf ball that's PT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the market, when I started, the average price was 110. It went up to 277 in three years. And then it went down from 1989 to 1996. So we lived a down market for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then it's been going up ever since. So the market is, is, is just fighting again, people. Uh, the market is the market. It's, never the it's not up to us to control the market. It's up to us to control what we do so we can achieve within the market. I, I love that you said system. that. I love that you said that because I had a conversation with a newer agent the other day and, and that was exactly what they said. They said, well, they're like, you're already established in this market. I'm new. I, I, it's hard. Now, I started in 2009, 2010. So I was following the hangover from the 2008 crash. Right. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I would almost rather start in a heightened market where things sell like that than at that time where everybody was afraid to move. Right. So um, I, the lesson learned, it is always an easy market. It's always a hard market. It, it doesn't matter the market. The market's the market. The market is the market and it's interesting because I got in, it was so easy, similar to probably what it is today. And then it got really freaking hard for right. a long time. My previous business partner got in in a really hard market. The benefit he had is he learned skills. He learned to how to think in that market. So when the market got really easy, it got even easier for him. Perfect. Yeah. So again, if it's up or down, it doesn't matter. I think when we come in, if we focus on our skill development, we focus on being in the right community, the right leadership team that's there to support us. If you're a growth-minded person and you understand that there's always a better way to do things, and we just learn, constantly learn, learn, learn. I'm still learning. God, my, mm -hmm. every day I spend time, every day learning. It never ends. With, with that mindset shift, I, there's a few things I want to go back to, but I actually kind of want to carry this on. So many things. You're always learning. So when it comes to mindset, when did that start? Like, were you always a learning based person or was that something that you kind of had an aha moment one day you were like, Hey, I can actually learn from other people's success. 
I think we're all learning based to a point because our parents force us to go to school. So our whole school system causes us to learn. Right. At a point in time, though, we have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think my choice became, for me hit the wall when I had $13.83 in my bank account. Hmm. And then I realized what I was doing wasn't working. I needed help. And that's when I got into coaching. So I got into coaching my first year in real estate out of pure necessity. Right. Like I figured... I have no clue what I'm doing. Training I had back in the day was um, throwing us against the wall and it'll stick. Yeah. <laughs> so just go make a mess. And in actual fact, my broker was right. And what he meant to say was just go build relationships, get out there, talk to mm-hmm. me. So I learned early on that this mindset of I needed help. And that was a big thing. I think it's a big thing for a lot of people. Ego can get in the way, keeps us stuck. And the minute we ask for help, we're, we're creating vulnerability. We're basically expressing that I, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and right. I've seen that so many times that that holds people back. I, I just realized I just need to, I'm going to be successful no matter what. And mm. I think that's a belief system. I know it is. However, I'd rather do it quicker and leverage other people's learnings, whether mm. it's podcasts, just like this, whether it's books, whether it's coaching, whatever it needs to be. I'd rather leverage that time because time is of the essence. So I, I want to touch on, wow, again, I love this because there's, there's a common theme. I, I'm really hoping some people grasp here and this isn't for like, like everybody, but la- last episode, we actually had someone on who got in this industry was a single mom plan was never get divorced, ended up getting divorced and got stuck. And it was pure necessity why she got into coaching. I, myself, when I first got in the industry, I quit my job. I moved to a place I didn't know. I took out an $18,000 line of credit. And I will be honest, I did not actually start making money until I ran out of money. And then all of a sudden, I had a mentor. It wasn't a full-blown coach. I had a mentor in the industry who I paid. So I guess it would have been a coach. And I started listening to them. And that's what flipped it around. Yourself, let's quickly give a Coles note to this story. Because you just said you had $13 and some odd cents in a bank account, Right. So I'm, I feel like people might be listening to this and thinking, well, again, it's so nice and easy to look at it after you're there. But, but let's go back and talk about some of that struggle of the mindset and what you had to do from where you are, where you were to where you are now. It's it was it's pain and pleasure. We're motivated by one of the two. And the pain, and interesting enough and unfortunately, is a bigger motivator for most most people than pleasure. Mm-hmm. So when we find that pain, that pain surfaces for us in our individual life, when that pain becomes strong enough or your desire is strong, enough, it can be the same thing. So it's the opposite sides to the same coin. Once you have that connection to, to your vision, your goal, what it is you want. And mm-hmm. I mean, a deep rooted emotional, I'm going to break down a cry type of expression of that goal. When you're at that point, that begins Everything creates is created in your mind at that point. The initiation of that intention begins, and then you start in a different direction. You start doing things with intention. Right. So when you went to your mentor, Nathan, like if he said something to you and made giving you a suggestion, you had two options, right? You did it or you didn't do it. Yeah. If you didn't do it, how much energy and time would he have continued to put into your relationship from a mentorship perspective? It, actually, it's funny you said very little. If I'm not going through, yeah. to a point, he would have been real honest and said, Nathan, you got to figure your stuff out, man. I can't help you. Yeah. And, and that motivation comes from within. And I think that's individually all of our responsibilities to ourselves, to our family, to those that we love, to society, to whatever it is you're connected to. The motivation comes through you. 
Right. You can inspire. You can inspire agents to give them everything they need to be successful. If they don't show up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I apologize. You might have actually cut out there. I don't know if it's my internet or yours. Am I glitching out to you at all? Uh, no, you're you're okay on my side. Okay. Every once in a while, you are, but it's not like a crazy amount. Everyone. Okay. Okay. Um, yep. okay. So we're kind of talking about this mindset, and we're talking about this idea. But let's let, let's see if we can actually create a semi-action plan here. So. Sure. It's all fine and dandy to talk like about goals, but take me through a goal planning session. Like how, um, and I want to back up again. I just, I love sharing kind of where I was from because I, I believe I've come a, a long way in growth. I never used to set goals. I actually, as a matter of fact, I, I kind of grew up in a household where positive thinking and goal setting was hokey pokey and delusional. No joke. Like we thought positive thinking was a delusional concept. So if I'm, if you're taking something like me, how do I now in turn, what, what does a goal set look like? Um, should I just start creating arbitrary numbers or what does that process look like to you? I think it goes to, for me now, it's what's the life you want to live? Because then not everybody's attached to the income, which is interesting enough. It's not, the money doesn't motivate a lot of people. If it did, they'd be, they'd be out there doing whatever it took because it would be that inspiring for them to do it. So I think the first step we want to do is, you know, if, if you knew you had a window of period of time to live your life, you had a year and you needed to create everything you wanted to live and create it and be in that year, what would it be? And I, and I always try to get people starting to think about future pace them into a life that they want to live. Then we can convert it to a dollar. So to live that life, how much money would you like to earn? And it's interesting with new agents. I always noticed this when I was in your position. $100,000 was the number. Yeah. Every, I every new agent wants to make hundred grand. Yeah. Right? And, and there's such a small percentage of the population actually makes that. And people see that as the first step. They see that as freedom. Mm-hmm. So hundred grand. if hundred grand becomes your number, then what I like to do is drill that down. We're not going to move into, okay, here's the things to do, because I think that's right. the big mistake. I think the secret, the secret sauce is now taking that vision of your income goal and we break it down. So tell me what's important about that. Right. And, and, and I'm sticking there. Like I'll spend an hour to an hour and a half with somebody to drill that down before we ever talk about a plan. Right. And what's important about it? How's that going to make you feel? Why do you really want that? Is there something deeper, bigger? And, and we get emotionally connected to really the passion that's below the surface, which is well below the number. Right. The number becomes then just a step along the way, because in that process, quite often you realize that it's not about that number. That's mm. The number is just something that popped in our head, usually based on what society said, as in your case, right. maybe what parents said. Sometimes we do things to prove people wrong. I, my parents never set goals. Like this wasn't a learned behavior at all from right. my parents. From my upbringing, goals, achievers that I grew up with were through hockey. So we right. played with people that played hockey, and their goal was to make make the, make the show, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's that was their passion. I, I love that concept and idea too, because I think back to when I used to first set goals to how differently they are now, and it was very true. Like I got into real estate, the most I ever made was uh, twenty nine thousand eight hundred and forty three dollars. But who's counting? Um, that's the most I ever made. And so I was like, all I need to do is make that. And then this is considered successful. So if I made 30 grand a year, that was successful in real estate. And I did it. And then I made 96 or something like that. So that goal became 100. And then you're right. Then the next goal became like 250. And then once you achieve that, then the next goal comes a set number. But now I look back and the number is actually so arbitrary. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's it's almost like going out like how many families can I legitimately help? Like I I, I see um I'm, I'm a little fired up today because I just had an experience with a really just brokerage that was mistreating agents and I just hate that I really do. I'm a justice warrior in that sense, right? So this is a reality of life though. Is there's great and horrible realtors. And I know in one of my mindsets that if somebody I know uses a bad realtor, that's not that realtor's fault. That's not that person's fault. That's my fault. I could have reached out and been in touch with them. And if my goal is legitimately to help and care for people, then a part of achieving that goal is connecting with as many people as I can. Because otherwise I can't help and care for them. And that just shifted away from that number, right? You reframed it in your mind, whether Mm -hmm. you did it intentionally or not. I ironically i loved helping people it wasn't about the number for me yeah and then over time i just set goals based on how many families i wanted to help when i was in the recruiting business it was how many agents lives am i looking to change Mm -hmm. right and it became a ripple effect through that so but that that's where we have to connect to what is it that's that drives us i've had other people that come in and they just want to make it bang they want to do the number that's it yeah Beautiful. Let's do the number, man. They're the easy ones. And, they just, they're like a, they're like a bull in a China store. And I want to be clear on this podcast. We, we are not telling you to go set financial, not, not telling you to go set financial goals. Like that, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. This is more about finding that internal motivation. Money can be that motivator. Um, it's not for everybody though. Lifestyle, freedom can be that motivator, right? Exactly. And then we, tw- in business though, business is all about the numbers. So once right. we have that vision, we have that passion, we know why we want it, what's important about it. Now we transfer that into a number. Right. Because now the number has significance for, for the individual because it's right. their number. And now yeah. that they have that number and then as leaders, you're a great leader. I know what you do is you help people stay connected to their goals and dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. And those that are motivated enough are the ones that step into it and they're the ones that just make this make succeed at such a high level in this industry. And, and I love kind of where this is going too, because I, again, a weird conversation I had this morning with, with another agent um, who was talking about joining a team, for example, right? And and there's a lot of good pros and cons to joining teams. We kind of talked it out, but I got to use a line that I haven't been able to use in a long time, and that is, when, when you join a team, your team leader needs to have a bigger vision for your life than you have for yourself. And, and I want to put this in things. I'm not saying go join a team, but your brokerage also needs to have a bigger vision for you. Your coach needs to have a bigger vision for you. It doesn't mean you need to adopt that vision. It just means that their scalability has room for your scalability, right? So have your vision and then surround yourself with people where your vision can actually grow in that. If you have a bigger vision than the people around you, it is just going to stifle that, that growth in there. Absolutely. And culture is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, the culture of a team. And, and sometimes I think we all know this individually. Everybody's different, right? right? You know what makes sense to you. You feel it. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing I like to encourage people to do is, is let's not get caught up in our thinking mind, our conscious thinking. What do you feel? Because it's the feeling that causes movements, the feeling that causes action. Right. When you feel something's right, you are. It, it's just an alignment. You are attracted mm-hmm. to it. So it's, you know, you've been in the position, right, where you walk into a room and somebody walks in and for some reason, there's something about that person that turns <laughs> yep. you off, right? Yeah. And then there's other people that walk in and you just watch the room and it's, they're like magnets. Right. So what type of person are you? Are you one that attracts or repels people? 
Mm-hmm. And if we start to envision and start to live in this space that we are striving to live our best life, because I deep down believe, I see the good in everybody. I believe most people want the best for themselves and yes. others. And that's what I'm attracted to. And that's what's, who's attracted to me. Mm-hmm. So, okay. No, that's awesome. Um, okay. So we, we talked about mindset. We now have this kind of goal orientation. We now kind of mm-hmm. dug into our goals. Goals without action though, are just dreams. So let, let's talk about, and maybe I'm wrong on that. Feel free to challenge it. Cause I, that's all I've always been. That's my new thing. So let's talk about what action I'm going to play. Cause I can't just say, I want to have this top goal of helping people or have a financial goal. I'm new. How do I start the process? Like what are some key elements that I need to know to start doing that? And that's the plan, right? So this be, do, have, that's the philosophy of our company. So the whole being is in that state, right? Where we start off. Right. Now we have a vision. Now we have to now we have to get into movement. We have to get into action. So we now work begin with the end in mind. So we take that income goal and we break it back down into a quarterly goal, into a monthly goal. We break it down into the ridiculous. Make it look small. You want to achieve any goal, make it look small. So mm-hmm. if you want to make a hundred thousand, well, set an internal goal that okay, in a couple of years I'm going to be a two fifty. So we start to focus on two fifty. You're going to break through hundred fast. Right. But if we set 100 as the ceiling, we don't see past that, we're going to get to it over time. And quite often we'll bounce our head off it because we don't actually believe it or, or we don't have that yeah. inner core belief. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think now the action is it's that's where the right team and the right coaching around you, the right mentorship is so important. Somebody's going to call you out and ask you, not call you out in a bad way. There's two ways to lead people, one with a stick and one with a carrot. Right. Right. I, I'm, I'm the carrot guy. The stick doesn't work for me. <laughs> It doesn't work for me, but right. keep that vision in front of me and keep inspiring, keep empowering, keep mm. seeing more in me and, and, and having great conversations around me. That has the biggest impact, in my opinion, on most people. And, and I want to share something you touched on there, too, because I, I remember goal setting was so new to me that it, it sounds weird. I didn't often believe it. Uh, right. Like, like sometimes you're like, oh, I can see the path. I can see the system, say, to make half a million dollars. Let's just say I just wanted to blow it out of the water. I want to make half a million dollars. I have the system. I have the steps. I put the number down. I see how it can happen. I just somewhere deep down, I just don't believe it could happen. And yeah. I, I, I do want to share. I know for myself, I have learned to trust in curiosity. And, and it sounds kind of weird. I don't actually, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've met someone who could just arbitrarily make big goals and just believe that it'll happen just like, like with certainty, right? But curiosity for me has always been this great driving force. Like I didn't think I was ever going to make a hundred thousand. I didn't think I was ever going to make quarter of a million. So if I never thought I could make those, why can't I make half a million? I might not think I'll be able to, but why not at least try for it? Why not go for it? Why can't I make a million a year, right? Like this curiosity drive sometimes for me, help me negate the need to be positive, like positively set in that goal. Does that make sense? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think understanding as well, if once you set a goal, all you have to do now is look around you and is somebody else doing it. Mm -hmm. And there's evidence that it's possible. So curiosity, possibility thinking is, is where my mind goes. If it's possible, if I see somebody else doing it, it tells me it's possible. Okay. So do you mind if I object to that real quick? No, I'm not projecting, but I want to create an no, no, conversation. Yeah. Jamie, we're in, we're in, we're in, uh, I get that you're saying that I get you so-and-so in your brokerage. They're doing a million dollars at GCI. We actually have another person in our brokerage doing 2 million in GCI, but mm-hmm. they're good. Like 
they're they're clearly different or they're special or they have something that I don't have. Like I like I how I need like twelve years in real estate to get to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Are they actually any better than me? I say no. Mm-hmm. If you think they are, then they are. So let's put them aside for a second and let's focus yeah. on you. Where are you? And then I would get into where are you right now in your business? You're brand new. You're starting. Well, let's get to the first step. Right. The ladder of success. There's many, many levels to that. And, this, and, the, and the ladder can move. It can move from a building to a different building and it, it always changes, right? So all we need to do is get better today. So what's the next thing you need to get done? What's the next thing that you can do that you can start to build your belief so that you can build on this pattern of success? Again, tell me how you were successful in the past. Right. And then we bring that back into the future. Because the self-image is what controls what we achieve in life. And this is what we deep down believe when nobody's around or we're sitting in the room by ourselves, we all have a belief system of what our what we're worth, what we deserve, what we think is possible. Mm-hmm. That controls our outcome. Now we can't outperform it, but we can change it. So mm-hmm. we change it by one step at a time. So we build on the success. Just get right. successful and let's build on it. Let's build on it. Let's build on it. And as you build on it, there comes a point in time where as a leader, Nathan, you've seen this, where all of a sudden you just see the spark in somebody and they mm-hmm. just now believe in themselves. And now get out of the way because our job as leaders at that point now is just to keep them thinking bigger than what they see as possible. Yes. Keep stretching it, keep stretching it, keep stretching it. And they, it's, I love that when you see that in somebody, when they just have that inner belief, there's something that happens and it's just like, bang, they believe it. They see their, their greatness. I, I had this visual as you were talking of having almost like this, this scale, this line and one on one end, even though it's like an indeterminable number, but one end is all you could have possibly achieve in life. And that the other end is all you could possibly lose in life. And I just had this vision of where you are situated on that line does actually boil down to choice. Like you can choose to grow. I'm not going to say it's going to change tomorrow. I'm not going to say it's going to change quickly, but you can choose to grow to get farther to this end or farther that end. This is a weird visual that is it just became choice all of a sudden. Now, we don't see it as choice because we're, we're stuck in our mindset. Our choice is like a mindset of growth. We have a mindset of growth. We can move on that line, right? Everything is choice. So I love where you're going with that. Everything is choice. And Steve Jobs said this, right? So when we set a goal that's big, daunting, scary in the beginning, we actually have no idea how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And we have no idea how we're going to get there because we, we really don't know who we need to become yet. That's this being state. We have to think different. So we have to become more than we are if we're going to achieve something more than we've achieved. Mm-hmm. Right? So in the beginning, we don't know how we're actually going to get there. But once we've achieved a goal, you can stop, turn around, and then you can look at all the choices that you made that led you to go up and achieve those different forms of success on the ladder. Mm-hmm. We can see it in retrospection, but in the beginning, all you need to do is, like you just said, it's a choice. Everything's a choice. And, the, and when you get clear on your, your goal, then it becomes really simple because every choice is simple. Is this mm-hmm. going to help me get closer or further away from my goal? Mm-hmm. Now, you, now, if the answer is yes, you move. If it isn't, you, don't, you say no and thank you very much. Right. Again, that's so... I, I, I'm loving this right now because even my mind is being blown. Like we literally had this conversation not too long ago. My mind keeps getting blown every time we keep talking about it because... The I, I do not know where I was going to go with this. I just lost my train of thought completely. That's how mind blown I am because that that whole degree of choice. You're absolutely correct about about moving towards or moving. I know where I was going to go. The 
not knowing how to get there too. This, I got hung up on this for a really long time. I always felt like I needed to know how to get there. So I didn't do things like waste my time. And if I were to really be honest with myself, I don't know if I ever had, if I always felt like maybe I didn't have enough actual faith in myself to be able to do it. Right. Like sometimes we set these goals and if we're really honest, it's like, do I, do I really have the faith I can do it? And one of those weird aha moments is again, why not me? Right. Why not me? Like, again, I may not know how to get there. I know I can get there though. If I do something, I don't know what that something is. So why not me and start it versus, well, I'm going to fail before I even take the first step because I just don't have faith in myself to actually achieve it. You said two things start it and faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. So just start and then having faith. So again, circling back to where we can build on previous successes, everybody I feel believes or lives in imposter syndrome. Everybody has this in their mm-hmm. mind because we're trying to achieve something we've never achieved before. So are you going to let that stop you or are you going to let that inspire you? I'm an imposter right now because I haven't achieved the goal that I have for my business in the next three years. I'm living it and stepping into it every single day. I believe 100% it's going to happen. I have no idea where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Me being on this podcast was something that was in my mind before you even reached out. Awesome. That's how life works. Yeah. This is it. This is part of the creative process that we all live, but we're not aware of it. Mm-hmm. So our power of intention is the first step. So you create an intention in your mind. Then you make a decision. So you start, you get into action. You know that decision is going to get you in alignment, or at least you think it is. It's going to get you in alignment to your goal. And then you start. And if it works and everything works out as planned, fantastic. In my life, it doesn't always work out as planned. But it got me one step closer. Now I maybe I know what I don't want to do. Right. I know what's not going to work, so I pivot. And we have to pivot. Life isn't isn't linear. My God, I wish it was linear. (laughs) Uh, It's it's like this. Yeah. (laughs) I, I actually, I, I want to kind of go about that intention thing. So this is a, sto- a story I don't share very often. I, I I didn't grow up in a poor family, but we weren't wealthy. Like we, we, we got clothes and we had food, but we, we didn't get luxuries. Like it was never name brand clothes. We could definitely, definitely not go to like baseball games and stuff like that. So my brother and I, a- as adults, we went to a baseball game one day, right? And out of nowhere, we're looking at, the, you know, remember the TD seats at the Sky Dome? Yeah. Sorry, Roger Center. No, it's the Sky. Oh yeah, way back. <laughs> the, the, the TV. Scene. I remember my brother looked at me one time and he goes, "I'm going to take you there. I'm, I'm going to take you to those seats one day." Now, I want to caveat this: we couldn't afford barely the 500 nosebleeds we were in. So we couldn't afford to buy those seats. We had no connections to be able to do it. Ironically, he wasn't the first person to take me there, but he was the first person to offer it to me. I just couldn't make it that day because I think it was at a conference or something like that. But it was so crazy. I just remember him out of nowhere just saying, I'm going to take you there. There was no logical reason why it could have happened or should have happened. And yet in my life, he was the first person to get those tickets and offer to take me. So that intention is just and that's just like the weirdest little example of it creating an intention. It's magic. Like mm-hmm. if we buy into this, it's magic. And again, we've all lived it. Mm-hmm. We weren't aware of it as we're living it. And quite often, we aren't even aware of it when you look back in time. It, I, I just I shared this yesterday on an on a Instagram story. What you focus on expands. And mm-hmm. the example I used is parking spots. I always get a parking spot at the very front. All the time, 100% guaranteed. It drives my wife crazy. <laughs> I just, 
I know in my soul, in my spirit, I get a spot. So I have this expectant mindset. It's a 100% intentional. Yeah. And I'll drive there and there's either a spot open or somebody's backing out or I see them walk into the car. They love it. That here's the interesting thing that can be transferred to our goals. That mm-hmm. same expectant, expected mindset, that same belief and faith. If we had that with the goal we set, it's the exact same process. Right. So that's all we need. We need to have a, a mustard seed of faith. Mm hmm. And I, I, I want to say this, and I, I actually could potentially get pushback. I don't think I will, but I, I could potentially get pushback on this because there's things we can control and there's things we cannot control. And setting intentions is something we can very control. Something we can't always control, and I think this is important, is timeline. Mm-hmm. That, that When it's going to come to fruition is off. Like we can do things to speed up a process. We can do things to head down that process faster as opposed to slower. And we can set goals with intention with timelines. But timelines are not always in our control. Sometimes we set things, intentions with unrealistic timelines. Like I want to go to that Blue Jays TD seats and I want it tomorrow. That, that's not the way it always operates. Sometimes things need to mellow. Sometimes that mindset needs to shift. Like, so that I, I, one thing that's a cautionary tale is I set goals with timelines to become measurable. Mm-hmm. But know that we can't always control those timelines. But what can we control in that? We can control our attitude. Mm-hmm. So if things don't work, we can control our attitude around it. We live in a law, the rule of polarity, a law of polarity. So if things didn't work out according to the plan, well, the opposite is if it could have worked out, how could it have worked out? Mm-hmm. Did we give it all of our energy, all of our spirit to go after it? And the most important piece, I believe, is are we becoming, are we being the person we need to be? Do we actually mm-hmm. believe it's possible? Because right back to where we started belief right because if you believe the goal was possible there's a strong probability you'd be doing things different than you're doing them now mm-hmm. so let's live in that space and keep growing in that space and keep asking who do we need to become to live as if i've already achieved my goal awesome that's, that's where that's that's a whole that's the whole space i live in yeah. and work with our clients and the goals are we can't control the timeline and if it's a big crazy audacious goal there's a strong chance it may not happen in the timeline. Mm-hmm. But one of my mentors just achieved a lifetime goal to create a business that's worldwide in every country in the world. And it took him 52 wow. years to do it. Good on him. He never gave up on the goal. How many people give up on the goal before they achieve it? Yeah. So it, it goes back to, yes, we can't control the timeline. Who knew COVID was coming? Mm-hmm. That caused pivot in the world. Some people adapted. Others, they've gone through a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So we can't control the outside, but we can control how we perceive things, how we think about it, and then just our our own emotions and and our own energy. That's all we can control. We can't literally control anything else around us. That is absolutely awesome. Okay, we're coming up to four. I I could literally just keep talking and talking. Wow, time flies when we're having fun. We're up to a 40-minute mark already. It's just going so quick. Um, okay, so let, let's. Uh, I, I want to give you a chance. I, I I want people to be able to reach out to you. I want people to know that if they get sparked by this conversation, how do they reach you? How do they sign up for your coaching? How um, what what can they expect out of you? So I'll let you talk about that. I know you sent me some links, which I'll attach to the YouTube and, and a few other places. Awesome. Yeah, follow us on social. That's that's the first step. Um, it makes it really simple these days, right? Get out there, get a sense of who we are. If we're aligned and there's something that sparks 
anything, then you'll be drawn to us. If we're not, hey, cool, find somebody. So I'm a big believer in that, right? Find somebody that we can connect with. So social, our website, we have um, lots of freebies on our website. One thing I would offer and suggest is we have a free self-discovery quiz. You want to learn as much as you can about yourself. The more you learn about yourself, the more you realize how you need to grow, what you need to do different. The more I've learned about myself, the more I learn about other people. So when we're getting into sales specifically, like sales is all about other people, right? We have to learn about ourselves. So let's emotionally start to learn about ourselves, how we act, how we believe, what we do, our perspective and all that. So we have a free quiz on our website for that. Awesome. Um, we also, you can reach out, you can book a call with me. I'm happy to do a 30 minute discovery call. Let's just have a conversation. I'm totally open to that. No attachment, no fee for that. Uh, if I can give you an idea that gets you into movement, gets you shifting, moving in a direction, Go for it. And um, we've got multiple programs, but I think that would be a great place to start. And I wanted to, I shared this with you in our email this morning. I wanted to offer your community a savings. And the, the savings code is, what's the name of your podcast? Uh, WTF is real estate. Okay. So <laughs> what is real estate? Is saving code. Now, what <laughs> is real estate is our friendly way of putting it out there. Um, okay. So that's the code. <laughs> what is real estate is the code. Real estate is the code. And we have a program called Focus Maybes. And awesome. we're offering your community a 75% discount on that community. It will be a green discount code. So we're going to keep it live forever. So Thank no you. matter when you're watching this, um, feel free. And that helps get clarity, gets focus, helps you reset your mind and just build a big result in your, in your life. And that's that what we're all about. First of all, thank you so much for offering that to the community. And I'm really going to encourage everybody to take up on this. Like, you know what? Not everything is for everybody, but you don't know what's for you or not for you until you give something a chance and come out of curiosity, come with an open mindset and the, the potential, this could be that building block of just opening up a whole new world for you. Um, so I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And we'll make sure, uh, get as many people to take advantage of that is an amazing opportunity. My pleasure, buddy. And I really, and I just want to leave you on this. Like I'm inspired by you wanting to help people in, in the real estate space, getting into real estate you're basically providing amazing leadership and mentorship to help them shorten that, that path to success. And, and that's a reflection of who you are. It's who your office is. It's who your, your team leader partner is. Like, this is what we want. We want to be following leaders like you because you're going to help change lives. And, and I think everybody that's listening to this, give these guys a call. You, you owe it to yourself. Give them a call. Sit down with them. Um, just connect. And if it feels right, just follow that feeling. If it feels right, man, just do it. Awesome. Well, I really don't feel like blushing on camera. So I thank you for all the nice words. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I'm just yeah. inspired by people that want to make a difference in the world and, uh, and you're doing it. So keep sharing your life. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much again. Uh, I'm going to shut it out. If you guys have any questions, our contact info is below. I'm going to send links to the, uh, um, to everything we were talking about right below. Um, you'll see it in the descriptions. All right. Thank you very much again. Have a great day, everybody. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.